The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, as you know, very significant night where the religious discrimination bill was passed in the lower house overnight after a marathon all-night sitting. The bill passed just before 5am this morning by 90 votes to 6 after more than 10 hours debate. The bill now goes to the Senate where amendments moved by the opposition and cross-bench members were defeated. Let's get some insights from Christian Schools Australia right at the pointy end of where this legislation, first of all, has its effect. Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy at the Christian Schools Australia. Mark's joining us. Hi, Mark. Welcome along. Hi, Neil. Nice to be with you again. Mark, your insights here into how the bill looked, uh, you know, give us an an overall. uh, You know that it's passed through the lower house. Uh, How are you feeling right now from the Christian Schools perspective? Well, the trouble at the moment, uh, Neil, is we're not just dealing with with one piece of legislation. So we we have the Religious Discrimination Bill, which provides the important protections uh, long overdue for people of faith. Um, That that bill uh, was passed in in an unamended, uh, largely unamended form in the the House of Representatives. And that that bill still provides the, the important protections that people of faith across Australia have been calling for that uh, are very much well overdue. The political problem that's, that's been created by the, these sort of lies that have been put out since 2017 uh, around uh, how you know, supposedly gay students have been expelled from Christian schools all, all over Australia, which simply isn't happening. Uh, as part of the legislative process, they've also proposed amendments and passed amendments in the House of Representatives, which remove a section of the Sex Discrimination Act. Now that that deals with the provision of education. Now that deals with, because it's so broad, uh, such a broad range of activities, including what we can teach in faith-based schools. So those are, it's the exact equivalent of a bill that was proposed in 2018 by Senator Wong. It's basically Wong 2.0, if you like. And that bill in 2018 was considered by two parliamentary committees at that stage and it was rejected because it had such broad unintended consequences. Okay, so issues here uh, to do with whether schools can, according to their Christian ethos, we're talking Christian Schools Australia, teach those things that are from the Bible. And as you say, and I think rightly so here, lies that have been told since dating back to 2017 that gay students are being expelled. And it sounds like it's happening left, right and centre. But as you say, it just hasn't happened. So is that, in fact, a distraction that as Christians listening to our conversation now, you have to actually take into account? There are big distractions that are being used to try and undermine the ethos of Christian schools to teach a biblical view. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's the most gaslighted piece of legislation in, I think, our history. Now, despite just recently having had two parliamentary inquiries recommended to be passed, we're still back in, into the muddy waters of, of uh, political argy-bargy and these other amendments being thrown into the mix. No one, no, no person of faith wants to, to uh, do the harm that is alleged that we sit around all the time conspiring to do to vulnerable young Australians. No one that I've ever heard says that. We need to protect them, we need to care for them, we need to show them the love of God, and we also need to be able to teach them and show them the truth. as we believe it. There's a number of elements here, of course, the way staff and employment provisions are affected. Uh, It's students, uh, but then it's also parents and parents' rights as to how they want their children taught. Any thoughts here for parents uh, from Christian schools' perspective? Well, certainly what uh, what we're saying to, to parents at the moment is you need to call your senses. This matter, this has now gone into the Senate, and it's going to be debated and deliberated on today. It seems that's what that's what's scheduled at the moment. And unless the Senate uh, rejects these amendments to the um, uh, to the Sex Discrimination Act, uh, we're not going to to see genuine protections for people of faith and for those parents who choose a faith-based education. Um, so we need to be telling senators that's what they're there for. They're meant to be our representatives. Contact them. They're hearing from those who oppose this legislation. They're hearing stories, personal stories, claims being made about uh, the way people have been treated. We need to be contacting them and telling them the positive stories about the benefits of of faith-based education, the the needs of parents and wanting to bring up their children in the faith they they, uh, share, and make sure that our senators hear that message loud and clear. It's been a time uh, to be uh, nice. Uh, it's been a time to work with both sides of the parliament. Uh, but if this overflows, Mark, uh, into an election issue, if it doesn't get resolved, and this may be if it doesn't get resolved today in the Senate, uh, Christian Schools Australia, and uh, you've got a lot of membership, a lot of schools, and uh, just a reminder for listeners, something like 40% of all schools are independent or Christian schools in Australia, and uh, there's a lot of muscle there. Uh, you're not afraid to make this an election issue if it doesn't go the right way and protect Christian schools, Mark. Well, we certainly don't want to make an election issue. We, we had to do that at the last election, and the opposition certainly became aware of, of the impact of uh, uh, not supporting people of faith and then protecting their, their rights along with uh, the rights of other Australians. Um, now, we saw that at the last election. We don't want to have to do that again. I'll be very honest with you. No, no, one, no person of faith wants to go out there and, and uh, be involved in political campaigning. But we might have to be if we're, we're dragged into that process by the, the failure of this parliament to actually pass this legislation. If the parliament doesn't get it right and there are watered-down elements of the bill or amendments that are made uh, that mean that what a school teaches just can't be aligned with the Bible, how serious is that, Mark? Well, that really goes to fundamentally who we are as Christian schools. It's it's the same as saying to a church, you can meet on Sunday, but don't you preach from the Bible? I mean, what sort of a church would that be? I mean, that's, that's really gutting, really, the fundamentals of, of the faith, the fundamentals of who we are as Christian schools, the fundamentals of how we support families who have those values and beliefs uh, inculcated to their children. 
Uh, earlier, I was suggesting to uh, some earlier guests the thought that there is context here and that Christian schools really are on the front line of what happens with this bill. But ultimately, Christian schools are an expression of the Christian church. So if the government comes in and controls what can be taught in Christian schools, it's only one step away from controlling what can be taught in the church itself, whether you can teach the Bible. Is this something of where you'd sit as well on, on understanding the context of where this bill is at? Well, Neil, if you say things like that, you're immediately accused of uh, you know, talking about a slippery slope that's never going to happen. But we've already found uh, over the last uh, five or six years that you know, these sort of things that we were told would never happen are happening uh, around the country. Uh, in Victoria, there's legislation now that uh, impacts how you can pray uh, explicitly in the text of the legislation. It deals with, with prayer as an example of prohibited behaviour. Whoever thought we'd have that uh, you know, two, three, four, five, ten years ago? Um, uh, these things, uh, it would uh, it, be very unlikely any government is going to tomorrow turn around and try to legislate what can happen in churches. That's a huge jump for them. But there'll be a nibbling creep around what we can say, what we can do, how we can express our biblical beliefs without being shut down for hate speech or or under any vilification provisions. Mark, let me just take you back to some of those who are affected if the bill doesn't go through as intended. And we've talked about staff and mentioned parents. Come back to the students for a few moments here because there's being, you know, recognised differentiation between those gay students or homosexual students and transsexual students. Uh, and the trans students, uh, that's where those amendments seem to be uh, levelled. Uh, any thoughts here around how you actually make provision for that? Is there a potential for protecting transsexual students? What's the Christian position on all of that? And how do you protect uh, that freedom in Christian education? Uh, I know that's a, a bunch of questions in there, but what are your thoughts? Uh, have you got an hour or two, Neil, to talk about those things? <laughs> we haven't quite got that long. A few minutes we've got. And, but that's the problem of this issue. We're, we're trying to use a very blunt instrument in the law to deal with sensitive pastoral issues where you need to take in the best interests of the child. You need to consider the, the parents and the family context. You need to consider the context of the school community in which you're talking about. You need to think about how it impacts on other students in that cohort. I mean, we've had uh, principals say to, to me who have been contacted by you know, on, on the on the quiet by by students who say they they aren't comfortable with the thought of you know, uh, male biologically male students being in the female changing rooms. They're uncomfortable about that, but they're afraid to actually say that publicly because of how they will be criticised and, and attacked for that. But they're genuine fears. And then, how do we deal with uh, you know the, the concerns of other parents, uh, others in the school community? People who are being forced against their conscience in many ways to to uh, uh, adopt and accept uh, a particular uh, ideology around gender that's that's not consistent with uh, the Bible, not consistent with biology, and more importantly, or equally importantly at least, uh, has been shown and demonstrated to have significant lifelong mental health and other physical health uh, detriments to that that person involved. Um, that, that's the real danger in this. We've been told, told so many lies about uh, about uh, the, the impacts of these programs and this ideology. We need to be able to care properly for young people.
Just got a just a few moments remaining for our conversation here. Just quickly, Mark, you said a little earlier, call senators. It's not too late today. If you're making a call to your local senator in your state, what would you say very quickly? Pass the religious discrimination bill. Protect people of faith. But don't throw Christian schools and other faith-based schools under the bus by amendments to the Sex Discrimination Act. Okay. Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Uh, I'll encourage uh, listeners to uh, just seek out, uh, Google the Christian Schools Australia website, keep up to date with their commentary. Uh, Mark Spencer, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today around issues to do with Christian schools and the bill that has passed through the lower house overnight. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.